Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Unspoken Logos. Here we have open and honest conversations on subjects that the church is not willing to talk about. From topics such as Christian dating, deliverance, angels, demons, hell, sex, we talk about it all. So keep listening to hear what's coming up on today's conversation. Hey guys and welcome back to my podcast Unspoken Logos. If this is your first time here then you're so welcome and if you've been here before then welcome back. My name is Sophie. This is episode 5 so we took a break last week. I just really felt the Lord's heart over Pride Month and over the LGBTQ plus community. So we just took a little break but we are back and it's episode 5 which is crazy because that means we are Halfway through this season, I'm only going to be doing 10 episodes for season one. And then I'm going to go away, I'm going to pray and see if the Lord wants to bring back season two. If season two is happening, then I want it to be a season where there is just guests for every single episode. I would need to have 10 different guests, which I don't even know if I know 10 people who would actually be willing to come on the podcast. But that is what I'm kind of thinking of doing. So we will see if that happens and we will see if that is what the Lord wants to do with this podcast. Anyway, I just want to thank you guys for coming back for this episode, episode five. So last time I spoke to you guys, it was so sunny in Scotland and I am glad to update you that it's still so so sunny in Scotland. We have had no rain for a very long time, which is very unusual, but it is amazing. Like I am thanking God every single day that the blue sky is out it isn't as warm as what it has been because the wind has picked up so the temperature is still warm but there is such a a big wind that it's actually a little bit cold but hopefully tomorrow I am going paddleboarding which I'm so excited about. I purchased a paddleboard and if you've ever been to Scotland you will know there is so many beautiful lakes. Well we call them locks but it's a lake for everyone else. And that is where I'm going to do the paddleboarding. So I'm looking forward to that. I've done paddleboarding once before. And so purchased a paddleboard because it was the thing to do. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I really want my dog to go on it, but he's very old. He's 11 years old, so he might not be able to come on the paddleboard with me. But if you've been to Scotland, you know how beautiful the scenery is. Hopefully I'll be able to take some photos or videos that I will post on like social media. So you can look out for that. And if you've not been to Scotland, then why not? You should totally come to Scotland. It is such a beautiful, beautiful country. There's so much to explore, so much that I've not even explored myself. So this is just a little plug as well. Um, God might be calling you to come to Scotland. So if that is on your heart and you would love to visit here, then um, the people are so friendly and if you come and it's not raining then really you see God's true beauty through creation in Scotland. But anyway we are going to just dive right into the episode. So this episode is all about Christian dating so what I'm going to be talking about is should Christians date? What Christian dating looks like compared to worldly dating? I'll be talking a little bit about purity, the importance of purity and also boundaries as well. I'm going to speak a little bit about dating apps and possibly Christian dating apps as well. And all throughout it, I'm of course going to be referencing, referencing, 
referencing to biblical concepts and biblical doctrine as well. So let's just get started. So the first thing I should probably say and to admit is that since I've became a Christian three years ago, I have not dated at all. I've not dated anyone. I've not gone on a single date. Um, the only person, the only man that's in my life is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I have not dated, however, before I got saved, I was in the dating scene a lot in the world. I was going on regular dates, I was in relationships, and so I have such a idea of what dating looks like in the world, and I have also seen what it can look like in the Christian circle as well. You know, I've seen people, family, friends, or people from other churches who I know and I've seen them go through dating and so I thought I would just kind of cover the topic because it is such a, a, a big one about should Christians date, what does dating look like, what are the boundaries, what can we do, what can't we do, should we even date, should we just wait for marriage, should we date multiple people, there's just so many questions and that is why this podcast is here that is the purpose that God has placed me here so that we can have these open and honest conversations that aren't talked about in the church unfortunately so I'm going to say something that I didn't know existed and you guys have to remember that I came from such a background of like like no one talked about dating as a Christian or anything like that I came from a very religious background so I don't believe dating is talked within the church because I've never heard a sermon on dating and people say that the Bible doesn't really talk about dating, which it doesn't specifically, but there is different concepts that different people in the Bible will talk about that God speaks through them that give us guidance and leading into how we should go about dating or not dating. So I did not know that courting was a thing. I'm saying courting as in like C-O-U-R-T-I-N-G because I know some people might struggle with my accent. So courting is different from dating. Now, some people might say that dating and courting are the same thing. So what is courting? Now, this is just going to be my own kind of explanation of it. But courting would be like the Christian equivalent of dating because it has so many different attributes and has so many different end goals. I don't know how to put it, but it has different models and values than secular dating has. Personally, I believe that you should enter into a courtship with someone when you are going to be dating and that should be in view of marriage. And so that's a big thing. That's actually huge. Like I personally believe that if you're going to be entering into a courtship with someone, then you should seriously consider that person as your future spouse. Now, I do know that some things happen and our flesh can get involved and sometimes we take a step that we shouldn't have or someone takes a step and we think something's from God and it might not be from God. All these things can happen. And so sometimes when you enter into a courtship, it might not work out and that's okay. As long as you're kind of going in with the mentality that you are looking to wait till marriage for sex, obviously, and also that you are wanting to date this person because you truly believe in see them as a potential spouse then I believe that they are all good things as we'll talk about later in the episode and that that's is something that you should actively pursue however the first priority if you are going into a relationship if you're going into a courtship or if you're going into dating I don't really want to separate the two words you know courtship and dating because some people might not know what courting is some people might only be familiar with the term dating and so 
I've talked a bit about what courting is, so maybe I'll just continue to use that word. But the first priority should always be the Lord. The Lord should always be the number one priority. The number one priority should not be your emotions. It should not be the other person. It should not be your feelings. It should not be your flesh. The first priority should always be the Lord. If you're entering into a relationship as a Christian, your whole focus should be on Jesus. Jesus should be at the center of your relationship. And that is such a cliche term. And that is something that you hear all the time. But it's so true. Like Jesus has to be at the center. You both have to be walking towards Jesus. Because it is so easy. Like I've dated people before. I know how easy it can be to allow your emotions and your feelings to just completely take control. You can become obsessed with someone. You can actually crave like waiting for them to text you back or waiting for your next day or waiting to spend time for them and it can just become so all-consuming and I guess personally for me that is why I have not gone into the dating game because I've seen how it works in the secular society and I know that unless you are completely focused on the Lord and unless your number one priority is Jesus then those things can so easily come in and through that that is could be an open doorway for the enemy to come in to try and sidetrack you to try and get you to backslide to try and get you to turn away from God and to try and create such a a space between your relationship between God and you and that is just something I am not willing to do at all I am so disciplined I am disciplining my flesh that I will not enter into a courtship or enter into the dating scene until I know for sure that I have met my man of God you know being drawn away from Jesus when you're entering into a relationship can so easily become putting relationship or the relationship you're in as an idol and that is such a dangerous place to go and that is why you have to be so careful you have to be so aware of your emotions and your feelings and you have to be so ready to enter into that relationship so many people get into relationships so young and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because you see people who get married at a young age or people who enter into a courtship at a young age and they have such a fruitful marriage and they have such a a fruitful ministry from that and there's so many things that the Lord blesses however for so many people I believe in the Christian community that a relationship is an idol for so many people that people have come across cultures pressure which I've made a previous episode about this where the pressure from society and culture means that people hit the age of even 18 as young as 18 or 21 or 25 or 30 whatever age it is people feel this pressure from society it's not from God God does not pressure you it's from society to get into a relationship and so many people I can see it I see it on social media I see it within the church community I see it all around me that so many people idolize a relationship because if you get to the root and this might offend people but if you get to the root there is definitely something of loneliness there there is still something that Jesus is not enough for you that you know when you know Jesus when you continue on a relationship with him Jesus is enough Jesus satisfies and that's why we have to be in his presence so much that's why we have to daily walk with him because he alone can satisfy and if we think for a moment that we do not need Jesus we will begin to fill those satisfactions with other things and a relationship is really one of them people really struggle to be 
alone and I get it we were not made to be alone in Genesis God says it is not good that man would be alone and he gave man a helper which was Eve which became his wife and God said be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and that's what happened you know we're not supposed to be alone however you have to get to that place where you can just be you in Jesus like you cannot rely on your spouses or your boyfriend or girlfriend's relationship with the Lord in order to sustain you you need to get your own oil you need to have your own fire and you have to be placing the Lord at the center of your relationship like I've said. I want to move on quickly to talking about purity because I've just read a book. The book was um I actually don't know what it's called. It definitely had purity in the title and it was by Chris Valatin who is a preacher from Bethel. I know a lot of people have varying opinions on Bethel I read the book. Um, I thought the book was really good. I thought he was a good writer. It was recommended to me by one of my friends who was in a courtship. I think it was for like six years, which is a long time for courting because you always see in the Christian circle that people get engaged so quickly, which there's no problem with either. You all just, every situation is different. You have to be led by the, the Lord. But I was like so shocked and yet so amazed at them that they'd courted for six years anyway I read this book and really the purpose of this book was just really portraying purity as what it truly is how beautiful it is how important it is and how society has lost the value of purity which is so true you know purity is not valued in secular society at all and it's so sad because God values purity so much he honors those who wait in terms of having sex in the marriage covenant and I just think it's sad I think we need more people who have stayed pure and people who haven't but are now saving themselves for marriage like me need to rise up and talk about the beauty of purity like I think it is so beautiful for someone who has saved that it just shows how much love and how much honor and how much respect they have for not only God but also for their body and not just for their body, but for their future spouse as well. Impurity is just such a foreign idea to the worldly system. The worldly system promotes sexual immorality. You know, in 1 Corinthians 6.13, it says, The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. You know, marriage is a covenant. When you have sex, there is I'm not going to go into too much detail, but there is a blood covenant that comes together when you make that act and it should be something that is done before the Lord, before the creator, not in a weird or awkward way, just in such a beautiful and mesmerizing and loving way you know so many people in the world think that sex is love and that's what I thought but when I read this book it completely changed my mind it was transforming me it was talking about how this world just operates from lust they do not operate from love because love has so many aspects to it and yes sex is one of them but sex is not love and sex is not transactional either and I just want to say about getting into a relationship There's two really key things that I would really advise as well as what I have heard from so many pastors and teachers. So if you are here and you're seriously thinking about going into the dating scene, the Christian dating scene, or if you have found someone that you 
are seriously considering going into a courtship with, then there's two really important things that I think are fundamentals at the very beginning of the relationship. The first one would be avoid temptation. Like I mentioned earlier, when you get into a relationship with someone, there is so many emotions and so many feelings that start to bubble up within, especially if it's your first relationship, then There is just so many things, you know, it's all new, it's all exciting and I think the first thing that you have to be aware of even before you get into a relationship is to avoid temptation. So how do we avoid temptation? That is all about setting boundaries. Boundaries are so important in a relationship. Now, when I was unsaved in the world in dating, I had zero boundaries and I mean that, like I had no boundaries whatsoever, which is just so sad, like I didn't even value my body, I didn't even value my worth, I didn't value anything at all, which is just so sad. But as a Christian, as a woman of God, or as a man of God, you should avoid temptation at whatever cost. So you should set boundaries. Now, boundaries are going to look different for every single person from what you've struggled with in the past, what you might be struggling with in the present. You have to create boundaries so that you guys don't go over that. And I have heard so many stories of people who have slipped up, who've gone and been led into temptation and succumb to that temptation and I just think it is so sad and I just know that if they had set such solid boundaries not even boundaries that are close to the line like boundaries that are so far away from the the line and practically speaking that can sound radical like that can sound like not holding hands that can sound like not being in a car alone that could be like not even dating alone not going over to each other's houses that could mean not kissing at all it can mean so many things and you just have to know for yourself and you have to speak to the Lord about this and get the boundaries and it has to be a mutual agreement. You both have to agree on the boundaries that you're going to set. The second thing about that is get accountability. This is so important as well. You need to get accountability. If you're not accountable to anyone, there's so many people out there would be like, the only person I'm accountable to is God, which is true, yes, but you do need you know, a spiritual father, a spiritual mother, your own mother, your own father, if they're Christians, a a sibling, someone who you are able to open up to if you do slip, if you do fall into some sort of temptation, someone who's going to keep you accountable, who's going to help you keep those boundaries and who's going to really be such a safeguard over your relationship as well. And I want to say this, that dating or courtship, whatever word you want to use, is a stepping stone to marriage. If you are a Christian, that should be the case. And so what I kind of want to challenge you with is that so many people go into the dating scene to find the one. Because let's be honest, God has that one person for each individual because that's why we're supposed to wait till marriage to have sex because there's one person in the world that God has created for us to fulfill us to fulfill our satisfactions within marriage as well and you just see so many people going on the dating scene to find that one person and I'm not here to try and say that there's a a, that's a wrong way of doing or anything like this personally I would not go on dating apps I wouldn't go into the dating scene I personally just have so much trust in the verse that I always refer back to to people who you know these videos you see on social media that are like how are you going to find a guy when all you do is sit in your house and I just hate that like it just annoys me so so much and I think I made a video about this but the verse is in Matthew and it says seek first the kingdom and all these things shall be added all these things includes a husband if you're seeking first the kingdom if you're running after God 
then the Lord is going to provide for you. And I just have so much trust in my God that he's going to provide a man for me, that he would send a man to my front door if he had to. It's not that I stay in all the time, but I'm just trying to say to you guys, like, you don't have to put yourself out there. That is such a lie from the enemy that has came into the Christian camp. And I just want to totally eradicate it right now that you do not have to put yourself out there in order to find your man of God. And let's just leave it at that because I just cannot stand all these videos. Even some of them just try to be funny, but I just don't find it funny at all. I just think people are put into such a position where they're trying to put themselves out there getting into in and out of relationships and just having a lot of emotional trauma as well so let's just settle that just now so like I said dating is a stepping stone to marriage the second thing I would add on to that is that you have to be equally yoked in 2 Corinthians 6 14 it says do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness also, 1 Corinthians 15.33, do not be misled, bad company corrupts good character. A lot of these verses can be in relation to the friends that you have, but I believe that these can be in context for being equally yoked with your spouse as well. That you cannot be unequally yoked, you both have to be equally yoked in the relationship. You cannot be trying to point your spouse towards God you cannot be trying to find their salvation will try to work out your salvation it just doesn't work and if it does work it's a lot of effort if you're equally yoked you know that the man is going to be the spiritual head of the household and so you just need to have that relationship you just need to be on the same wave level if you're a born again on fire Christian believer and you're dating someone who's living on a Sunday from a Sunday it's just not going to work, let's just be honest. And so that's all I would really say on that is just make sure when you are dating or when you're courting that you guys are on the same wavelength, that there's not such a big gap between you guys spiritually at all. That just can lead to so many hardships in your relationship, especially early on. So I want to just quickly talk about dating apps because there are even Christian dating apps as well. I only know of one because someone that I follow is like a sponsor for them or is affiliated with them. I don't really know. But anyway, um, I'm sure there's probably more out there Christian dating apps. And I'm sure a lot of you guys listening might have used them. But I have seen and heard good experience as well as bad ones. I've seen and listened to a podcast from someone that I follow and her marriage is so fruitful. And I didn't know this until she opened up about it, but she actually met her husband on some sort of Christian dating app I've also seen someone else who's in the early stages of a relationship who used a dating a Christian dating website and you know it seems like things are going good so I don't really have any experience per se on Christian dating apps however for me personally I just wouldn't go on it so it's probably more of a personal conviction whether you feel led to go on one or whether you don't like I don't judge you either way whether you do go on one or whether you don't as long as you're in prayer about it and as long as you're putting God first and if he tells you or leads you to do that then I think that's totally fine but I think the important thing is is to always let God choose your spouse improve your faith and trust in him by allowing him to take that control over your life like I just something I always pray which I think is a really good prayer to pray is 
Lord God, give me your desires. Give me the attraction for my husband. Like I pray all this well before I've even met my husband. Like I feel like I kind of low-key know my husband because I've just been praying so much over him. And I know it's going to be such a God story and such a testimony when I eventually do meet him. But I think it's so important to just pray that God would make you attracted to your husband or your future spouse that he has picked for you because that is so important and if God's picked only one person then you need to be attracted to them because attraction is so important it's not the most important thing but it is important to be physically attracted to your spouse and so pray these prayers God will totally change your heart God will make you ready and prepared to adore your husband you know you can't just admire someone's beauty that that will not help you you need to admire the character you need to admire the faith and you need discernment because there are so many false men of God there's not um, a lot of men of God out there there's so many boys who are not men yet and they try to portray themselves as men but they're actually boys and you need to be so careful about that as a woman that you do not be deceived because it can be so hard. Some guys will deceive you and they'll show up to church, they'll raise their hand. But I know as much as anyone else that raising your hand on a Sunday and shouting Jesus does not prove that you follow him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at all. So have your discernments, have your wits about you and God will keep you as long as you're praying and pressing into God, then you have absolutely nothing to worry about. And what I want to leave you guys with is these two quotes I saw I don't even know where I saw them I think I saw them on social media and they've just always stuck with me so the first one was years not years ago because I've only been saved three years but like uh, two years ago maybe and it says I'm just running after Jesus and if a man can keep up I'll consider it and I just love that because that's what we're called to do right seek first the kingdom constantly run towards Jesus and whilst you're doing that if there's a guy who is running further than you then that's that's the guy for you I think the second one is a man has to go to God in order to get my heart and I just think this is so beautiful as well because if a man wants you he will not come chasing after you and pursuing you and constantly messaging you or constantly trying to get you to meet up or to go on more dates or just whatever that looks like he should be going to God and saying God, is this my future spouse? God, if this is my future wife, bring us together. He should be going to God. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a guy pursuing a woman. I do think that they should. However, they should be going to God first of all. And at all points, they should be constantly turning to God and praying that God will bring you to him. And through that, if it is the right relationship, God will allow it to happen. And if it's not, God will put a stop on it, whether that's before you get involved or if you unfortunately do get involved but just always have your discernment about you the holy spirit will always lead you and so yeah for me personally my personal experience what i would say is that i am constantly seeking god's kingdom i am too busy worshiping jesus running after jesus and when god brings a man into my life i will just know i've said that to god so many times that i'm just going to know and you hear so many people saying that you're like how did you know? And they were like, I just knew. And I just know that's going to be the case for me as well. I know that I have not came across my spouse and that the Lord will bring him in God's perfect time. And so, yeah, it's a massive, massive topic. If you have any thoughts on it, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. I'm Christian dating. A lot of you might have used the apps and found that they work. So just remember, this is just an opinion and a viewpoint from me. My viewpoint is not the right viewpoint. It's not the only viewpoint. It's just 
simply to get the discussion going about Christian dating and what it looks like. And relationships are exciting and they're God-centered as well. You know, God wants us to be in relationship with one another, like I said at the very beginning. God wants that for us. And so what I would just encourage you to do is keep praying. Keep praying. Don't be discouraged. Keep praying. You might be 16, you might be 18, you might be 27, you might be 37. Keep praying is what I would say because God has someone for you. God has handpicked and do not settle for less. Don't settle for less. And I say that to guys as much as I say it to girls. Do not settle for less. If you have purchased and sacrificed so much to get your oil and to get your fire burning, do not sacrifice for someone who's going to put that out. And so that's all I'd really say on that subject. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for joining. You can find out my social medias in the description below. We will have an episode next week as well. Like I told you, I'm so last minute with these episodes at the moment. So I don't even know what next week's episode will be, but God will put something on my heart and then we will discuss it as well so i hope you guys have an amazing week if it's sunny where you are enjoy the sun get out get fresh air and spend time with god take care and god bless thank you so much for staying tuned and listening to my podcast if you want to find out more about me and more about what i'm up to then please check out my social media links in the description of this video and i can't wait to have you guys for the next podcast